Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. A hypnotic rhythmic chant of 16 words has replaced LSD. On 2nd Avenue and 1st Street is a storefront in which a Hindu Swami has set up shop. Traditionally, Swami's yogis and masters all moved uptown to the rich. And here was Bhaktivedanta, like in the depths of Calcutta. Swami Bhaktivedanta, he once said that he was the servant of the servant of the servant of God. Everyone is thinking, I'm American, I'm Indian, I'm European, I'm Australian. I'm not this body. The young people were not satisfied. They were looking for something more. We wanted to find out what is the, the truth. At the age of 70, Srila Prabhupada just left everything that was known to him. He said, I want to go to America. I said, are you crazy? Old man, you are going to die. He was fearless and he was bold. He did not give up his dream. He had this one spirit, one calling in his heart. If someone told you the story, you wouldn't believe it. So I went to America at all. All by himself, a trunk of books, 40 rupees. It was impossible. But Srila Prabhupada had faith. Prabhupada had a vision for the world from day one. He wanted to embrace the world. Somewhere or other, I reached Boston on the 17th of September, 1965. Welcome to episode number 12 of the 24-hour Kirtan podcast, recorded on May the 17th, 2015, at New Jagannapuri Dam in Zurich, Switzerland. My name is Nandikishor Das, and I'll be the host of this episode. Nothing is more powerful than personally being in Kirtan at a temple or festival with other Kirtaniyas. In between those ecstatic experiences, 24-hour Kirtan Radio offers you various channels for listening to Maha Mantra Kirtan on the internet and last week yet another channel has been added. Many of you might already know Spotify. Their motto is play any song anywhere instantly with Spotify Premium. Listen offline, play on demand and no ads. You don't necessarily need Spotify Premium and you don't need to listen to any song. Our new Mahamantra Kirtan Albums playlist will do just fine. So far we have added various albums from studio recordings by Srila Prabhupada 
Aindra, Bayasaki, Premahara, the Kirtaniyas and others. As this is a public collaborative playlist, please feel free to add other Mahamantra Kirtans you find on Spotify, preferably Gaudiya style Kirtans. Here's a quick overview of today's episode. First, Acharya, the true story of A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the humble pioneer of Bhakti Yoga and the Kirtan revolution in the Western world. Second, credits to our latest 24-hour Kirtan radio member. Third, our new mobile app for Apple iOS and Android. Fourth, interview with Martanda Prabhu, yet another associate of Sripad Aindra Prabhu. Fifth, Kirtan recorded at Krishna Balaram Mandir with Martanda Prabhu. During the talk part of this episode, you hear various Kirtans sung by Srila Prabhupada in the background. So let's get started with Acharya. The life and legacy of A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada is a feature documentary by Yadubara Prabhu coming in September 2015. In 1965, a lone holy man set out across the ocean from India to North America carrying nothing but a timeless message and a vision of a world united. In a time of war and disillusionment, he inspired a generation of youth and against all odds forms an unstoppable spiritual revolution. Acharya is the true story of A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, the humble pioneer of Bhakti Yoga and the Kirtan revolution in the Western world. Everyone has heard of the Hare Krishna movement, but very few have heard the remarkable story of the man who founded it. If someone told you the story, you wouldn't believe it, says Dr. Thomas J. Hopkins, professor of religion at Franklin and Marshall College in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The film is produced by Inner Voice Productions from Florida by independent filmmakers John and Sean Greaser, who for the past 40 years have directed, produced and published a multitude of films and literature across the world. Inner Voice Productions is dedicated to creating films that inspire audiences to seek conscious living and social change. If you would like to support the Acharya Film Project to help make Srila Prabhupada known throughout the world, or simply want to watch the trailer, go to acharyathemovie.com. We will also link to the website in this episode's show notes on our blog. Special thanks goes to our latest 24-hour Kirtan radio member, Damodar Hari Prabhu, a third-generation disciple of Gopal Krishna Goswami from Vancouver in Canada. 
As a 24-hour Kirtan Radio member, you can download all of our latest recordings as zip archives for easy offline listening. Your membership will help us to pursue 24-hour Kirtan Radio's three main goals. That's first, to broadcast Gaudiya-style Kirtan via 24hourkirtan.fm and various connected internet services like SoundCloud and Spotify. Second, to support 24-hour Kirtan Mandali at Krishna Balaram Mandir in Vrindavan. Third, to support worldwide Kirtan events. To find out more about the three membership levels, please go to 24hourkirtan.fm slash membership. Although I have been professionally developing websites for over 10 years, developing a native mobile app is a different story. If you're an iOS or Android developer or have experience with hybrid frameworks such as Ionic and would like to help us build a custom radio app to create the new standard for listening to the best Gaudiya-style kirtan on the planet, listened to by tens of thousands of listeners per month, please get in touch. In the meantime, we have been creating an iOS and Android app with AppyPy, a cloud-based app builder that allows users with no programming skills to create apps for smartphones and publish them on Google Play and iTunes. AppyPy's closed beta was released in January 2013 in Noida in the state of Uttar Pradesh in India. Finding widespread acknowledgement from worldwide press and the blogosphere, AppyPie's marketplace scored over 850 mobile apps within a month after it got out of beta. Although our soon-to-be-released AppyPie apps are a great way of listening to our radio stream, our podcast and read the latest news from our blog, our goal is to develop our own custom app which also has unique rating and review features which will further enhance our Kirtan playlist algorithm and allow for much more individualized Kirtan listening experience. Please subscribe to our newsletter to get notified once the new apps are available on Google Play and the iTunes App Store. On April the 4th, 2015, I spoke to Martanda Prabhu at Krishna Balaramandir in Brindavan while my son Joshua Gupal defended our partly quiet place at the Prasadam Hall against the monkeys. Not many devotees are understanding that Harinam Sankirtan Yagya is so important in our society. And actually during Shna Prabhupada times, the terminology was a little different than you have now. Yes. So if you change terminology to suit your needs, I'll be heavy on that. I'm don't, I don't care, they can kill me, whatever. But I want to be a little heavy during that interview. 
because what what happened after Shlapropa departure, you change in terminology, and then do, you're doing whatever you want to suit your needs, not your spiritual master needs. Means Shlapropa. Yeah, but after Shiro Prabhupada left, I guess the main focus was still on book distribution. I end up probably if you hear I end up Prabhu, but they start to call Sankirtan after Prabhupada departure. Sankirtan means book distribution. And now you, you have like few, Shila Prabhupada was making distinction, book distribution, Sankirtan. Sankirtan was Sankirtan Yagya, means Harinam Sankirtan Yagya. Yeah. Just Take a few bites, and you can take it. You can take it very easy. Now, <clears throat> I was also on book distribution for four years in mm -hmm. in Switzerland and uh, in Austria and Germany. And uh, well, I'm not sure if, if this is from Prabhupada that book distri book distribution, distri uh, yeah, dis distributing the literature, is like the Brihat Mridanga. It's like the Kirtan as well. And so that's probably why they made it synonymous kirtan or sankirtan and book distribution this also i end up explains Brihad Miganda term which coming from shila bhakti siddhanta oh yeah from bhakti siddhanta the term yes is. yes yeah. very nicely explains shila bhakti siddhanta this uh, why book distribution was on the level of Brihad Miganda. I have a life of constant effort. <laughs> constant. Like, you know, in my apur, just 51 degrees one day. Already? Mm -hmm. Next day was 52. You mean now in? Not now, previous year. Well, uh, okay. Previous year in May. <clears throat> this was maybe middle. May, maybe end of May. So my life is a little intense. Not all the time. I end up Prabhu's life was extremely intense. <laughs> so um, maybe you can quickly um, tell us where you come from, which country country you come from. When you joined and when you met Indra, and I joined <coughs> Iskon Society in 1982 in February, I met Indra Prabhu in uh, post Gora Purnima festival here in Shivrindavan of course, in 1997. First time I met him in 1997. But I will only rem I remember very clearly this first impression. I, I misunderstood him. Because already at the time, 97, this was 11 years after he came and decided to reside in Shivrindavandam, he was really, really going deeply into chanting. He was, he was shaking his head, he was really putting whole heart in the chanting which we should follow. We should put heart in the chanting. It's okay. 
monkey will not give up so easily. It's just... Yeah, yeah. this is how you can catch monkey. <laughs> My Guru Maharaj was giving this example. If some monkey was coming to some garden, destroying the garden and taking fruits, Gardener was attaching the coconut to tree with some rope or some, and then coconut was inside was chickpea. They love chickpea, so you make enough hole in that coconut because you, when you can enter your hand, but when you making the feast to grab the coconut, you cannot take it. So what is enough? Just release. Then you can go be free. But monkey will not do it. There was, she will be there with that feast, and you can catch the monkey. Like this. They catch. I am was telling the example of when you have desire, some sinful desire. You just need to give up, and then you release. But we are so attached that. We're doing this again and again. So, 97. <clears throat> so, I remember that very clearly. His, his love, actually, this was his love for Holy Name. This love of, uh, for Holy Name of Krishna. He put so much and was so many devotees and so many people surrounded him. So when you came in 97, did you decide to move into the ashram with the no, other no, devotees? No, 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 no. This was just trip to India to hold it down, you know, with other devotees. Uh, 97 was the year when you joined? No, I joined 92. Ah, 92 already, okay. So in 97 you already knew you know, when I was going to book distribution, I was hearing his recordings. Vindaman Melos. Yeah. We also did <laughs> When I was, some parts, I remember like going to some town with books. And we played this Vindaman Melos, part one or part two. When 98, he released Raja Vilas. This was the last album. I was I was completely shocked. You are shocked that it was the last album or shocking such a beautiful album, ah. how much energy was put in, so many instruments, so many nice melodies. There was one melody just blow my heart and blow my mind. It's a very nice album. I still remember when I was uh, in Zurich in the temple and one devotee, he came and uh, he had the Rajvilas CDs with him and I bought the CDs from him and immediately fell in love with the, with the recordings. It's really, it's amazing. So in, in 98, you haven't been part of, of um, 
the devotees recording the album. Right? Have you? No. 1981 devotee came from Vrindavan. He brought Rajavilas and CDs with him. And then. He brought it to Poland. Right? Yeah. And I started to listen. I heard that there is still that Indra Prabhu started another album. Vipralambanam. And it's still um, in production. I hear something, but I don't want to. I don't know who is behind this. At least I can. I can tell you which tracks were there. One life. One is already was <coughs> recorded. Ipralambanam. At least two tracks I can connect with this album. Vipralambanam is yeah. the title of the album. Title is Vipralambanam. In this in this one track is Vipralambaraga. Because Vipralamba is the highest it's the highest uh, level of association with Krishna. Ordinary soul cannot understand how without association without association through Hipralamba, through the mood of separation. I spoke to Radha Kripa Prabhu, who is doing the recordings now, the okay. live recordings, and he told me that there is he, he mentioned the album, the new album. I didn't know before that there is something that has been produced by Andrew Prabhu. Yeah. And uh, of course, we would all love to, to make this a reality. And I think they sent it already to Moscow, is what I heard, for production. Okay. But I don't know who is doing it and when uh, it will be ready. Most probably I know who, can, who is doing it. One devotee I know. Yeah, if you, whatever you can. Uh, I have this card. I will save the card. Yeah, we, you have my card. Come. Whenever you know that it's, it will be released. Huh? So 99, I came here to Vrindavan again. This was funny because uh, I spent first Gora Purnima in Vrindavan, and I still remember what the Govinda Maharaj he gave. At the time, he was giving English lectures. So he gave the he gave the uh, lecture. Dinabandha Prabhu gave the lecture. Mahanidhi Maharaj gave the lecture. These three devotees, and of course, I I don't remember so much Ayanda Prabhu at that time, 99, because I spent maybe very short time, maybe maximum seven days, because I on the I was on the way to Mayapur. I was ashram teacher in Mayapur for five months. <laughs> ashram teacher is, you know, not academic teacher. He's just taking care of the children, try to develop some character in the children, teaches the shlokas, taking them to some places. He's like kind of protective person. And, you know, try to show them good example and take care of nicely their boys, you know. So this was my 
799.99. Next time I saw Ayendra Prabhu 2003. Somehow I came here and I started to record him. Because I spent before 2003 I was United States. So I brought some recorder, MD recorder, mini disc recorder. I had new microphone and I was recording him. And I had those recordings. Then again I was recording him because I came 2005, so I was recording also him. This uh, I can give very old material because one devotee was collecting very old kirtans. There is one kirtan I just received like three gigabytes data of very old kirtans. One kirtan is from '87. Wow! I can give you this old stuff. Really, it's like you can hear. One kirtan, you hear him only playing harmonium, and someone plays cartas. It's not even Midanga there. I kirtan. I don't know what was that, but uh, looks like there was no public around because it was very quiet. Only was his voice. You can remaster them, maybe make it more clear and make it better like that. Because if you, I love that. So I can give you that because I just received this like two weeks ago so 2005 I was here again then I came in 2005 again for Kartik I'm kind of the independent person so you lived in the temple during that time in Poland or you, you were you know like I should maybe write the book because you know it was like so many different things going on in my life <laughs> not maybe unconsciously, but externally. I was moving, shifting, going. I was in the United States three times. Poland, a little too short. Time I spent with the Polish Yatra. So, <clears throat> I spent first, uh, my first time in a department from 2005, Kartik time. I think I moved in a little after Kartik time. Was already getting cold. So I, I I was staying six months in Vrindavan and I offered almost six months of Kirtan Seva staying inside the ashram with Ayanda Prabhu under his care. So this was my first time. And uh, he gave me shift one to seven in the morning. 1am to 7am, 6 hours straight. I remember how I was taking shower in cold water, you know, like 20 after 12, then you, you, you put tila. I learned from that, that we should not go to the tent unclean. We should always, we should always be, you know, externally clean, internally clean to enter the temple. And then after four months of that, then I asked Ayanda Prabhu, could you give me some day shifts? Because you said that, you know, if someone stays six months, then three months is uh, night kirtan, you know? And then the three months is day shift. Could you give me, you know? So I was coming like a few times, you know, because reminding him, and finally he gave me. <laughs> and I was doing day shift. And one 
morning, I'm like one afternoon I came to Ayanda Prabhu and I'm, uh, I'm saying, Ayanda Prabhu, I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going. And he said, why? And sometimes like Prabhupada was saying something very short, you know, but can be full of meaning. So that why, why he said, maybe first thing is coming, what's the use of living alone? <laughs> what's the use of going anywhere else? Because Vrindavan is our home. Of course, from our point of view, especially those who have the uh, hasta life or responsibility, they need to go, they need to come back. Because we have home there, work there, like that. It's difficult. Some can, can, can come. Some grihastas can come living in the But mostly grihastas, those devotees who have responsibility and children and everything, and education and everything is there. Whole package, they need to be there. But Ayanda Prabhu's consciousness was like that. What's, why? Why you leaving? So, so at least we should come to Vrindavan as much as possible. As much as possible. Every year. You know, what I noticed, it doesn't matter if you have money or not. Because many devotees have money, they don't come. <laughs> you notice that? You must have desire to come. Because in Kali Yuga, Dam is closing more and more. More and more. It's, even within one year, I was in Mayapur, I came back. It's really outrageous sometimes. How people are behaving in the temple, how people are behaving, behaving outside of the temple, how, you know, this becoming like a city which uh, is losing this spiritual. Uh, not the dam is all this time the same. But the people are seeing the dam as a tool for sense gratification, their own sense gratification, or fulfilling their own desires. And I end up always was pressing that point in his lectures, conversations, and personal that Raja means that you are ready to do anything and everything for the satisfaction of Krishna's senses. That's Raja mentality. And he was very nicely explaining philosophical points. The Vraja mentality, which I already described, the Natura mentality, the Nikhadvaraka mentality. And he was very, very nicely showing to us that if you want to aim at the Vraja life, when it's Radharani, Nanda Baba, Yashodamai, all the Kalkut girls and friends of Krishna, Kalkut girls, Manjaris, and all the different family members of Krishna. We, we need to be qualified to enter that. And he was emblem of that mentality that Krishna is not cheap. Krishna is not such a cheap person to attain. Of course, one side he's very, very kind. He's Karuna Sindhu. I just met one devotee, Karuna Sindhu Das from Germany. I think I might even know him from Cologne. I don't know. He gave me donations, so I can I should give this donation to to Diti Department of Ayanda Prabhu Ditis. 
So Ayanda Prabhu was uh, was pioneer, and he was sent by Lord Chaitanya or Lord Nityananda, or maybe Panchatattva. He was sent so we we can revive Harinam Sankirtan. That this is Yuga Dharma for this age of Kali. This is the uh, activity by which you can uh, attain self-realization. You can start to think in the terms what is my duty in loving relationship of Krishna, how I should serve him, in which rasa I am, what is my inclination, whom I should follow in Vraj, because this is the description of nectar of devotion by Śrīla Prabhupāda, that we should follow some eternal associates from Raja, and in this way we should develop. And the same message is in Jaiva Dharma, Bhaktivna Thakur. When you have two personalities, Rajanath and another, I forgot the name, one have inclination to Sakyaras, another have inclination to Madhuryaras. So, Harinam Sankirtan can do that. Means we don't artificially impose on ourselves that mentality. This is just a matter of purification. When we be purified enough and we rise on the level, proper level, then these things will be revealed to us. And then we have proper inclination. And then our chanting, uh, japa, our kainams, all the activities in devotional life will be focused on that attaining of that goal. Just like you have Shirupi Manjari Pada, the song. And in that song, in the first part of that song, he said, Say Tapa, Say Mora Mantra Japa. Means whatever I'm doing, I'm doing to, to attain your lotus feet, Rupa Manjari. So, in the same way, when you attain this spiritual goal, with whom we want to be for the pleasure of Krishna, then you're doing whatever your Japa, your association with devotees, reading Śrīla Prabhupāda's books and Acharya's books, uh, taking prasadam. Your aim is to attain that goal. So that level we should attain, because we shouldn't be stuck on Vaidhi level. Vaidhi level is essential in the beginning, for some time, to make us little organized, to understand some rules. And Vaidhi is ruled by the word must. And Raganuga Bhakti is ruled by the word I want. I want to do this service for Krishna. I want to satisfy my spiritual master. So, when Ayanra Prabhu asked why you leave after six months, what was your answer? I'm coming back to... You know, at that time, my coming back was going back to Europe. Now it's otherwise. I'm coming back here to Vrindavan <laughs> because this is my home this is Shilaprupa's home this is my home all Iskand devotees not only all living entities who are rotting here in the material world all of us this is our home in Shivrindavan home so I left then I came again this was in which year again? what? 
when you left after your six months? 2006 I left. This was 2006. Like around March or April, mm -hmm. you know, I left. So this was already, this was still four years before Indra left. Yes, and I went to, in 2006, in during Kartik, maybe a little bit, I went to England. I was working in the England, in England. And then I came back and I flew again for a Purushottam month. My first Purushottam month in Vrindavan. Because one devotee, member of 24, he, he said like that, you should come, you should come for that month. It's very, it's very auspicious, this month. You make small, so much spiritual advancement. So I was like, fire up. You know, and I came for that month only. I came first of May. Usually first of May everyone is leaving. <laughs> it's because it's becoming like oven, you know. Yeah. Krishna is just turning this knob, you know, more and more. You know, 15 of May is like you are there at the top of the ecstasy. So you again, you, you did Kirtan Seva yeah, did Kirtan during that Seva. time? Yeah, I did Kirtan Seva. Prashottam month was starting 17th of May and ending on the 8th, 15th of June. <clears throat> Is there also some special fasting during Prashottam month? No, no. Prashottam month you worship Radha Krishna because Radha Krishna is presiding deities of that month. You offer gilam. Like in Kartik, you can offer gilam. This is very auspicious. You can do some fasting if you want. Everything is optional. You know, but... You know, focusing... Intensifying devotional activities, yeah. like in general, you can say intensifying and not blaspheming or criticizing anyone during that month, being very, very looking for the good qualities in others. But he was at times, he was fasting, yeah, many times, like very intense. Yeah, like fasting. Chaturmasya, he was doing for 20 years, every Chaturmasya was. Chaturmasya, every year is four months of Chaturmasya, starting in the mid of July. Like Kartik is the last month of Chaturmasya. It's a special month, Radharani's month, Kartik. So, he was doing tapasya, big tapasya, not shaving, eating from the floor, very simple prasanam. He was making austerities. And uh, even he himself was admitting that after some time you're doing tapasya, you like a kind of tap tapasyaholic, you know, you know, because we're doing tapasya not for the sake of tapasya, not for the sake that become, we are becoming more and more, you know, famous all over the world. You know, we can lose that, you know, uh, mindset. When you're doing tapasya, whatever we are doing, including tapasya, we should for the pleasure of Krishna. But we should be more and more qualified to satisfy Krishna. He was stressing that that in in this chaturmasya brats, there were many brats, you know, that if you want to have nice, if you want to become, if you want to become nice Gandharva, you have your balance. Do this, do this, and do this, and do this. That you know, so if you want to be 
famous as a king, sweep floor during Chapel Masyaru, clean the floor in the temple. So he was choosing only those who can develop devotional mentality, not all of them. Different vows, different vows in spiritual life. So I did that Vrat, then I left, I went to US, then I came back again. Because during my stay in Purushottaman, I, I decided, you know, let me try to, like, not only this part, but let me decide to be with Ayanda Prabhu all the time. And uh, I asked him for the paper, he gave me paper. Uh, using that paper, his recommendation, I developed paper for one year visa in the temple office and I, I developed visa, one year visa, my first student one year visa, student visa, which I registered later on and uh, I came here 15 of September 2007 and from that 15 of September I stay with Ayanda Prabhu to the end of his life. And I also went with him two times in 2008 and 2009 to Mayapur. I was helping him by playing cartas, doing little seva. And I also experienced him there in Shumayapur Dam. So let's, let's fast forward a little bit to yeah. 2010. Yeah. He left in June or July? 16 July. July. 16 July 2010. So was there anything different during the 2010? Was there more intensity in the Kirtans? Were there any signs of Indra leaving the planet? Uh, I think, Prabhuji, that the, the first sign of his leaving was his offering, reading of the offering of the on Shlapopas Disappearance Day, 2009. This was the beginning of the end of his journey in, in this body. Because in 2010 I asked him, why are you not going to Mayapur? And he said, I don't want to see faces of those personalities who prevented in my book. One week he was in depression. He was coming and apologizing. Because one Maharaj told him to do like that, so he can to pacify the devotees who are in managerial positions. And I was with him and I was watching him. He was regretting that he read that. But he read that there was whole arrangement. So why Krishna took him? Maybe first I would say why Krishna took him. And the answer is from one Prabhupada disciple who was close to Ayanda Prabhu, who was with him in 1986, spent a little time with him during that year. And uh, so he said like this. You know, it was not like 
the May, June was little calm. There was no such a signs. Maybe little he was on the roof with other devotees. I was not there with him. And he was he was seeing how this they're making this asphalt road and he was frustrated that and he was saying that I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And then the devotee said, So you also we won't also go with you. No, you need to stay. I made so much spiritual advancement in the absence of my spiritual master. Because when you're doing devotional service in the mood of separation from the spiritual master, you're making much faster. Because that mood is more intense in your devotional service. So this was maybe like June. And I was recording him. I was the only person who recorded. I recorded his last kirtan actually. Nobody recorded that. I was only one who recorded. I was recording all the way from beginning of the year 2010. That's the album, last kirtans yeah. and lectures. Yeah. So that was the. That was the. Uh, how can I say? And his last kirtan was quite. Quite unusual. He chanted only for like 23, maybe 28 minutes, I think 23 even. And he was like very, very slow, very quiet for like most of the kirtan. And I met him, I met him during that day three times. When I came back from the registration office, I was I extended one year my visa. Then second time after his kirtan, I was doing seven to ten shift. I met him again, and I met him twenty after nine, maybe half an hour before the uh, explosion. The explosion, yeah. I was doing the shift 7 to 10 and I was cleaning my nose or something was itching me. So I was going to the side door to wash my hand and I was chanting. And I, he was going and he turned his face, whole body he turned and he smiled. And that was the last time I saw him that day. And then next day, the devotees, they were. They broke the door, they took out his body. So why Krishna took him? You can say this and that. So many speculations are there in the world. You know, that this one and that one did or this. No. Ultimately, Krishna took him. And I remember that moment when I came back from my shift to the room. It was heavy gas and heavy smoke, but Krishna was silent. Usually you have some you are suspicious, you have some doubts, maybe not this room, maybe some other, nothing like that. Krishna wanted to him to go. Yeah. And maybe even that is speculation, because actually what happened? We don't know. You can, we can just judge by external things, but what was going, 
inside his mind, that's another story. What we're feeling, what had. Because if you have this much from the door, when you can go out and save your life, and you have three times more to the place where you're leaving your body, this gives you a little to thinking, huh? <laughs> he knew his place, he was living there 24 years, even he got blinded by the explosion and blast of the fire, whatever, I don't know if he was blinded or not even, but he, his face was burnt. I saw his face when I took his body outside on the veranda, when we discovered his body inside the room. So, he, he like surrendered to the will of Krishna. He didn't want to go to, against it. That's my observation. But anyone can say something else. So, I'm very grateful to Krishna. I'm very grateful to anyone who arranged this association with the Indra Prabhu. Now my life is more rich in his uh, realizations with his uh, beautiful example that we should strive to attain lotus feet of Krishna. I need to admit that also took him for granted many times. I should take more of his association, be more eager to be in his association like that. Be more eager to be in his kirtans, even if this is not part of my kirtan seva, like that. So I took him for granted, that's for sure. But, uh, and I would like to meet him again. That is my goal. I would like to be again with the association of person who was so friendly. And with him I was not feeling I'm with Prabhupada disciple. I was feeling that I'm with a person who, who loves his spiritual master, who can do anything and everything for his spiritual master, even including toilet cleaning, bedroom cleaning, any type of seva. Because for him there was no high and low in the national service. And he was very, very open and very uh, eager to to share. If someone was sincere, even Bhakta was coming to him. But if someone was sincerely trying to understand absolute truth, he was spending even one hour with him, ex uh, answering one question. So, for him, the sincerity is what matters, not your social position in our Eastern society. This is external thing, but this in, that internal thing is what, what we're looking for in our society. Are we looking for, for uh, to, as quickly as possible, to attain association of Krishna? Or you want to something external in that society? Namely, money, position, followers, labha, puja, pratishtha, subtle things. What we want from Krishna? Krishna can give you that. That's not a big deal. 
he will give you everything. But to attain Krishna is something special. But if someone is really intelligent, then by having Krishna, I have all these things. So first of all, I should get Krishna, and then all the things will come automatically because he is the source of these things, like money and position, and you know, he can he's giving that because he's looking for our motivations, what we want to attain by the association devotees, by whole society which was set up by Śrīla Prabhupāda. He put so much blood, he spread so much blood to create the society, to guide the society, to write the books. And the same way Ayanda Prabhu, he shares so much blood to establish this 24 kirtan. He was telling me personally, he was doing 8 to 10 hours a day in this temple. Mm -hmm. So now we should follow in his footsteps in our own small or big way, doesn't matter. He will be very, very satisfied with us when you push him in some kirtan. If he, if he cannot do it, suppose we should support those who are doing it. I think you can, we can really see his, the fruits of his uh, labor not only here yeah, in yeah. Vrindavan but all over the world, you know. Yes. Kirtan festivals are taking place all over the world and it's really it's amazing and then, yeah, it's, it's wonderful. I think uh, Andrew Prabhu he has uh, he's playing a big part in that whole Kirtan worldwide Kirtan movement that is taking place. Um, I thank you so much for talking to me. We spent one hour um, I think we should do this again <laughs> maybe another time I'm leaving in three days four days but um, I just want to add a, one thing sorry to interrupt yeah, sure. I just want to add one thing that Ayanda Prabhu's conception was that we should do Harinam Sankirtan on a daily basis daily it should be daily affair. That's what I wanted. Not because you have Kirtan Melas, different, you know, gatherings. But what's going on before and after that event? Yeah, but it's still for for many people. Yes, yes. If you have a festival of two days, three days, like we have sometimes, and people come and they chant for two days, like eight hours. For 10 hours, this is a really a different experience. Yes, yes, it's an yes, out of yes. this world yeah. experience, and, and then you can really get the taste for doing it more often. So it's it's like the first step for many, maybe to come here also and to to do more kirtan and to do more kirtan in their countries. Yeah, for the beginners, this beginners, that's okay. But for those who are grown up in Krishna consciousness the level should be a little higher, you know, a little higher. And we need to come back to that, to that uh, time when Prabhupada, during Prabhupada's time, devotees were going on a daily basis. And the sides, you know, one side was Hainam Sankita, other side was Blue Distribution. And because this is Yuga Dharma, as I said before. This is main activity in the Kali Yuga, which should be, and by which we can progress very, very quickly. 
because we are satisfying directly Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So with this I can end, you know, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because he he came with that yagya. So Ayanda Prabhu was like by his association and hearing his he was was making sure that I will understand also his message. And now my duty is the same. First of all, give example, do like today I offer only two hours of Kirtan Seva and then preach about this importance. Thank you very much, Mahaprabhu. Hare Krishna. That's it for the first part of this episode of the 24-Hour Kirtan Podcast. We'll now be listening to Kirtan led by Martana Prabhu in March 2015 at Krishna Balaram Mandir in Brindavan, India. Please also tune in to our 24-7 Kirtan broadcast at 24hourkirtan.fm from your computer or mobile device. Please also remember that as a member you can download all of our most recent Kirtans for listening offline. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, follow us on SoundCloud or subscribe to our monthly newsletter to get notified of new podcast episodes and new Kirtan recordings that are being broadcasted. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned. Radhe Radhe.
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. 